Welcome to the Gas Street Podcast. Our vision as a church is to be light for the city. We really hope you enjoy this message. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Great to hear so much chat amongst you all. My name is James, part of the team here. Great to be with you. Um, shout out to those of you um, online as well. And I just need to start off by apologising. Got, you know, probably should have got up a few minutes earlier this morning. Didn't mean to interrupt um, Nick and Martha as I did, so just a bit sorry about that. But things are only going to get better. Um, but first, I want to start off with a question. And my question is, who has had a birthday recently? Put your hands up. Who's had a birthday recently? I know it's obviously Martha's birthday today. No, we won't sing just yet. Yeah, okay. Oh, dear. Okay. I'm not seeing many hands go up, and I needed every hand to go up. Okay. Different question. Um, Got it. Who has had Christmas recently? Hello. There we go. Christmas. Hands up high. Front to the back. Every hand should be up. December 25th every year. So, yes. Christmas, not that long ago, and I want to take your mind back to that moment where you got your favorite present. You got your favorite present. It was given to you so beautifully wrapped up. You tried to figure out the weight of it, the size of it. You're guessing what it could be, and then you tear off the paper because you are so excited, and there is the present that you asked for. There is the present that you asked for, and isn't it so amazing? You go, oh! Thank you so much. That's what you say to the person in front of you. But I don't know about you, but sometimes, on occasion, I get presents from people who aren't with me on Christmas Day, and I go, oh, thank you so much. And then, what do you do afterwards? You write them a thank you card. You write them a thank you card. Now, in my house, um, I've got a two-year-old daughter. I've also got a nine-month-old. And our two-year-old loves to write thank you cards. And when I mean loves, like it's a morning activity every day. And she will figure out the color paper that she's going to use, the different stickers, the paint pens that go on the front, the drawings on the inside. It is amazing. It brings her so much joy as she writes and decorates these thank you cards. But then when she's made them, she's like, when am I seeing this person to give it to them? We're like, we're not seeing Nanny for another week, but I want to give it to her now because she's just so excited. She's full of so much joy to give them the thank you card. Now, I like writing thank you cards too. Maybe not as much. And when I write the first one, I get really enthusiastic. Um, And here's one that I prepared earlier. Hello. Dear Great Aunt Betty from Bogner, thank you so, so, so much for my toothpaste. It is delicious. How did you know that's what I wanted? The colors, the textures, the taste. And now my teeth are spotless. It is beautiful. Thank you. I really couldn't have done Christmas without you. All my love, your best, James. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Ugh. That's what my wife says as well. No, um... Um, where were we? Thank you, cards. Thank you, cards. Um, right, gotcha. Now, so I, I start off writing the first one, really enthusiastic. I'm like, woohoo, Shakespearean way of words. But I'll be honest, after a couple, two, three, four, five, I get a little bit bored. My hand starts to hurt a little bit. My imagination goes, and then they just read a little bit more like, dear, there, thanks, there. Because my hand is so tired, dear. Thanks. 
Now, we have a duty as well to write them, even though maybe I don't feel like saying thank you, even though my hand is tired, I still want the person to know how thankful I am. Because we love it when we receive thank you cards, don't we? It makes us feel really special. We go, oh, that person has realized the good thing that I have done with them and they have spent the time to thank them. So as we write cards, and our two key words are going to come up on our screen, it is a joy to say thank you. But there is also a duty to it as well, a joy and a duty. Now, today, um, we're going to look at a story found in Luke 17, verse 11 to 19. And we're going to see this theme of joy and duty running throughout it. And just to set the scene, Jesus is walking on his way to Jerusalem. And as he's walking through the, the villages on the way, he sees this group of 10 men who've all got this skin condition called leprosy. Now, I don't know, has anyone ever had chicken pox in the room where your skin feels really itchy and it hurts? Like, imagine that sort of 2,000 years ago. And because of your disease, you actually had to be away from the people. So it was really horrible to have leprosy. But then they see Jesus in the distance and they're like, Jesus, Jesus, help, help. And Jesus turns around to them and says, go and show yourself to the priest. So as they are walking on the way to the priest, something miraculous happens. They are healed. Their skin is clean. They are free. It is amazing what Jesus has done for them. And what's also amazing is we have an exclusive interview with the 10 today. Mm -hmm. Hello. Now, we thought about maybe Tim and Rach doing the interview, but we went bigger. Dermot O'Leary and Alison Hammond. So you guys, take it away. Do you, um, do you ever feel they got slightly carried away making that? <laughs> if this is your first time to church, you're so welcome as well. It's like it's every week. You should come back. Now, just reflecting back on that story, how many people were healed on that day? Ten. Now, how many people, therefore, could go and live their lives as they wanted to, free and healed? How many people came back to say thank you? So I've heard two answers there because right, the first answer I heard was 10. Now, if I had never heard that story before, I'd be thinking 10 people will have gone back and said thank you to Jesus because he's the most amazing thing, the most amazing gift that they could ever receive. But actually, that's not how the story goes. The story goes that 10 men were healed the best day of their life. They could go and do everything that they wanted to do, but only one. Only one came back to say thank you. And you see, God loves it when we say thank you to him. It's a sign of us saying that, God, we love you. It's a sign of us saying that, God, good things come from you and you alone. It shows God that we see him at work in our lives. We lift our eyes off of ourselves, and it brings God joy when we say thank you. But how did Jesus feel? How would Jesus have felt when only nine, when only one of them came back to say thank you? And if I'm really honest, sometimes I'm a little bit more like the nine than the one. Where God has done something amazing in my life. God has blessed me um, financially or with conversations or an answer to prayer. And I'm so caught up in the moment. I'm so excited by the gift I've been given that I forget to stop and say thank you to God. 
You see, this guy who had just been healed, as he's so excited to go and tell all his friends I've been healed, he just comes back first. And he falls at the feet of Jesus and looks up and says, Jesus, thank you. I love you. You have done an amazing thing in my life. You have set me free. But there's a duty there, isn't there? He had a duty to say thank you to God for doing something amazing in his life. And it's a little bit like writing those thank you cards that we were talking about earlier. Yes, there is a joy of saying thank you, but also we have a duty as well. Now, a few weeks ago, um, if you were here, Tim spoke on the battle of the mind. And in that, there was this little section where he spoke all about thankfulness. And he said this, that God's, um, that thankfulness reminds us of God's faithfulness. As we thank God, things shift in our minds and in our worlds because thankfulness is a weapon. It's a great, it was a great talk. Do check it out. And I promise you, I'm not on commission from Tim, but if you want to buy me a coffee, be my guest. Um, but let's remember today this balance of the joy of saying thank you, but also the duty that we have as well. Now, that brings me back to this box. Now, as I said earlier, there is something really powerful inside of here. And I'll be honest, I heard you guessing my passwords as well. Now, who said James loves himself? Can we have a word about that later? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, someone's pointing. Oh, wow. Okay, Katie, stock. Now, I'm clever as well, amongst other things. So, I'm also very forgetful. So, I put a password hint on the box. But they didn't see it. Because Nick and Martha are silly. <laughs> you see, I've got the mic. And just here, it says Psalm 100, verse 4. Psalm 100, verse 4. It's going to come up on the screen. And this is my password hint. And it says, enter his gates with thanks and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Enter his gates with thanks and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. So how do we enter God's gates? It's with thanks. And if you haven't guessed it already, thanks is the password. Thanks is the password. And what we're going to do in a moment is um, I'm going to count us down from three. And I want you just to shout thanks as a moment of saying thank you God. And then what's going to happen is, hopefully, if the password is correct, the box is going to open, something's going to happen, and I want a huge round of applause and a cheer. Is that okay? Mildly okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Online is going wild right now. They're screaming at their tent. Yeah, come on. So are you ready? On the count of three. Someone started at one. I was going to start at three, Val. Right, are you ready? Three. Two, one, thanks! Good! Round of applause! Huge round of applause! Come on! You see, thanks is the password. Thanks unlocks. And you might look at those balloons, which are really high, and go, they're just balloons. But actually, it's what they signify, which is so important today. That we want you to see this as our praise is rising to a God who loves each and every single one of us so much. It is our praise rising as we say, God, we thank you that you are good. We thank you, God, that you are with us. 
We thank you, God, that you care for us. We thank you, God, that in everything you will never let us down because you are good. You are kind. You are loving. And God, we lift our eyes up to you now and we say thank you and we love you. And my prayer for for us as a church today is that we would know the joy of thanking God. We would know that as we thank God, we are changed, that we see things like he does. I pray that actually this be a moment to just say sorry, to say, God, sorry, that sometimes we forget to say thank you. But why don't I just um, share a short prayer that you might just want to close your eyes and then I'll invite Nick and Martha back up. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that you are a miracle-working God. We thank you that you love each and every single one of us. And Lord, we're sorry for where we forget to say thank you. But God, right now, we want to thank you for everything that you've done in our life. We love you. Amen. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you want to find out more, visit our website gastric.org or follow us on Instagram at Gastric Church.